you say wrist tendonitis, it's a vague terminology, right? It's a very vague terminology, but let's just break it down into compartments. We're gonna break it down into dorsal, into volar, into radial, and then into ulna. And really, if you think about the framework that I want you to keep in mind, right? The framework that I want you to keep in mind is anatomy, right? This is gonna be the framework that you can take to just about anything, right? So you think, what's the anatomy? What's going on with the anatomy, right? And I, and I say that in a very general way because you don't need to know it the way you had to learn it and memorize it for anatomy class, you know? Um, in the treatment section, you, in the treatment clinic, you can know them a little bit more in general. And then as you're studying for the CHT or something like that, or as you get more cases, then you can go a lot more in depth, right? Um, but if you get any general case, like I know 100% you already know that there's eight carpal bones, right? If you don't know that there's eight carpal bones, I'm gonna be really mad. You don't need to know the order, you don't need to know the name, nothing, right? But if you know that there's eight carpal bones and along with the wrist, you have a radius and ulna, we're good, <laughs> right? And then what you wanna think about outside of anatomy is you're, you're kind of thinking, well, you know, what's, what's the cause, what's wrong? right what's the cause what's wrong and then here this is what to do right what to do okay so there's three if you know the anatomy and then you know the cause then from there you can know what to do in between this right in between here is your precautions what are they so let's say, for example, we're talking about wrist tendonitis, and then we're gonna say, what's the anatomy? Well, we know where the bones are, and we know that if it's tendonitis, that it's a ligament, uh, I mean, it's a tendon type of issue. It's a, something that's rubbing in the wrong way, and I'm out of balance, potentially, right? So on the dorsal, um, so the cause of it, so anatomy is like, okay, I know I have some bones, um, nothing is broken, right? So we can rule out, everything is rule out, you know, rule in and rule out. Anatomy, well, the bones didn't break, so we're good. The tendons are intact, um, and so they're fine. But, um, you know, so what else is, what is the cause, what's wrong? Well, if there's an imbalance and there's friction rubbing, then that's why they have the tendonitis, correct? So there's an imbalance going on somewhere and potentially the imbalance of uh, how the muscles and tendons move, could there potentially be some uh, limits to the range of motion, how much motions and stuff like that. But before you can get to what to do, a lot of times it's like, what's the precautions? What am I not allowed to do? And what am I allowed to do? So if you go simply with the, well, are the bones broken? No, the bones are not broken, right? So we're good, we're allowed to move. Are the tendons cut? Nope, the tendons are not cut. We're allowed to move, right? And they have a lot of pain. Okay, so maybe we don't move uh, into that pain all the time, 
right? Because if they're already painful and you keep pushing and causing them to have more pain, then it's gonna affect the outcome and what you're allowed to do, right? But basically what you're allowed to do is pretty much everything. You don't really have any precautions. The only precautions that you have when you have a tendonitis type of issue is that you can't, um, you don't want to keep doing things that cause them more pain. Because if you keep doing things that cause them more pain, they're not gonna want to come to see you. And they're gonna feel like it's not helping. And I think that's the most difficult thing with tendonitis is, is that, you know, you, you always have to find that balance between, okay, I don't want to not do anything because you're always painful, uh, but I don't want to do anything so hard that's gonna cause you more pain. So that pain conversation is like a whole nother thing, but this is that framework. So we look at wrist tendonitis and we're looking at the dorsal wrist right now you know, what are the tendons that are passing through? So we have, um, which tendons, right? Which tendons, which relate back to muscles, right? So which muscles? These are essentially are the wrist extensor muscles, right? And then of course, potentially the EDC, which is the finger extensors that cross through. Could, could something else be wrong? We know that there's no broken bones, right? So bones are not, um, an issue um, and we look at motion we're looking back here what else could we be looking for we could be potentially looking for cysts right potentially looking for cysts and it depends on where they tell you what is going on but I'm talking in general right now the dorsal um, wrist aspect right now we look at the volar aspect you know, what else is going right here? The, uh, the volar uh, wrist aspects. Majority of the time, people don't just have random volar wrist pain. So it's not a common thing. It's, for whatever reason, the way the muscles are, most of the time, people don't have tendonitis right here in the middle of their wrist. Um, but they do have it on the ulnar side, right? So the really, the, the volar part, Potentially, if you go back into extension, you'll see, you know, what might be there. And another part of a volar tendonitis might be a cyst too, right? Because there's no broken bones. And yes, anatomy-wise, I know that the carpal tunnel is here, but the carpal tunnel syndrome sin, symptoms are in the hands. They're not in the they're not in the wrist, right? Um, so most of the time, there's not much like wrist action there, unless there's some, a broken, broken bone type of problem. On the radial side, what potentially could be a, a tendonitis here? So on the, on the radial side, we have uh, Decker veins potentially, right? Decker vein tendonitis. What else could be right around here on that radial side? That's pretty much it. There's thumb, like CMC, CMC pain, CMC pain, because it sits right there, right? But you can pretty much, you can rule that out because this is a, this is a bone issue. It's a bone, potentially, it's a muscle issue, right? Um, depending on what's going on. 
But if it's purely a tendon issue, majority of the time it's a decurvating type of issue. And then on the ulnar side, on the ulnar side, what do you have? On the ulnar side, you have your um, extensor carpi um, ulnaris and your flexor carpi ulnaris, right? And these are uh, tendonitis as well. They're wrist tendonitis, it just happens to fall into that ulnar side. And usually they have very specific symptoms with rotating, right? Turning their palm up and down because that, that EDC um, supposed to rotate, right? And um, is it the flexor? No, it's the extensor. And so the extensor carpalinaris tends to like hold uh, certain tissues and like certain tissues in place on this side and between the FCU and the ECU they tend to rotate a little bit they have to move and it has to do a lot with like um, you know the irritations like supination pronation type of stuff um, it could potentially be um, you know wrist flexion and extension where they feel it but it's all kind of on the ulnar side so if we take a look at that you know, where do those things start? They start at the elbow. They start at the elbow and then it becomes painful right here in the in that wrist. So we know the anatomy, we say, okay, well, the anatomy is, is um, it's these muscles that are irritated and the cause is, you know, probably an imbalance somewhere depending on what their issue is, right? And what are the precautions before I go into what I'm allowed to do and not allowed to do? So I think the most the most complicated one, really out of all wrist tendonitis is, is the ulnar-sided wrist pain. It can get really confusing with TFCC stuff. TFCC stuff. So usually TFCC stuff is if you go right into that wrist crease, you have a wrist crease, right, on the you go right in and then you ulnarly deviate. You see that my pen goes right in? Yep. Stick that finger right there and you go right in, right? Take that thumb and you're in your FCC. So if you press into there and you, you know, and you just ulnarly deviate a little bit and you press in, um, and if they have pain, sharpness, then there might be something going on with their TFCC. But when you're looking at, at the wrist tendonitis, I, I've been getting uh, more and more people coming in with just wrist pain, right? So when you, when you have someone who comes in with just wrist pain,